Double Take is brought to you by the Raconteur Collection. Double Take is a show where I challenge my brother Charlie to play games, usually shooters, and document his experience over the course of a few weeks. To really get into the depths of why he dislikes, or maybe, just maybe, likes games he typically strays away from. Enjoy Double Take. Everyone, welcome back to the next installment in the series Double Take, a show hosted by the Rack and Jerk Collection. The numbers are dipping, so this might be the last one, but let's remain positive. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Guys, Double Take is a show where I challenge my brother Charlie to play video games that he kind of strays away from, bounces off of, maybe gives him a, another look. Uh, double Take, one might say. And guys, if you like this kind of content and you want to support more of it, we have a Patreon, we also have a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of good stuff. You can reach out to us, send a, a Discord if you are a patron. Apart from that, Double Take, so far we've covered the Modern Warfare 2019 installment in the COD franchise, the Call of Duty franchise. And today, if you listen to the last episode of Double Take, you would know that we are on the game Far Cry Primal, which is a Far Cry game that I really enjoyed myself. And I was really interested to see if Charlie would enjoy this one. Um, this may or may not be a two-parter. Most likely it's going to be a one-parter. We'll have to wait and see how the end of the series goes. We've got a few questions to ask you guys at the end. Um, so very plain and blunt questions. Anyways, before we get into the meat of the episode, Charlie, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good. It's a long day, long hot day, too. One of those days where, you know, last night I think I went to bed probably around midnight. So I got into like good six hours of sleep, you know. Um, one of those days where you're like, man, you I'm really, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling that extra couple hours. Like if I had gotten those extra couple hours, I'd probably be a little bit more awake and alert right now. You know what I mean? How you start to like, especially as I've gotten older, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it's, it follows you, like you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Which it gets worse as I, the week goes and, on. And to be honest with you, man, I'm just trying not to squeak my chair here. Uh, I always feel like I've been a baby with sleep. Like, I feel like some people can function really well off like, you know, five, six hours. But like, That's I me. I feel like if I get five, six hours, like my days are like significantly worse than if I get like a good seven or eight. You wake up and it's just like, boom. Seriously. And I don't, yeah, I don't know why. Like, I, I think I'm a baby with sleep. So, hey, but you know. Other than that, man, it's been a it's been a great week. Done a decent amount of writing. Kind of taken a little bit of a break from writing like every day, so it feels a little strange. Um, but I have I haven't done my writing yet today, but I have an exciting part plan that I'm going to Ooh. write tonight. So I'm looking forward to get to that. Um, you know, just commenting to uh, Kate outside before you got here, Jack, before we recorded this episode of Double Take that. The, my book is literally just ballooning in size. Like the chapter I'm just about to complete is going to be like an extra 70 pages. Stuff like that where it, it's starting it's starting to get a little crazy. Like I'm like, uh-oh. Like, am I, I going to end up with... <laughs> just from an outsider's perspective, at some point, I think you got to like stop yeah. releasing its current state and then be like, hey, well, here's no, like the that's exactly, compendium, basically. Well, and you know, because that's what I was telling Kate a little bit is like, you know, I... I wonder if I could indefinitely just do this, like indefinitely just keep going over it again because, you know, I remember when I was in the middle of writing my last draft, I was like, no way. There's no way it could be better than this. This is this is as good as it can get. 
And I read that draft and I was like, oh no, it could be better. And so I'm in, the, I'm in that same part of this draft where I'm like, there's no way I could expand more. No. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm sure I'll read it and be like, well. So, but at some point I'm going to have to be like, I'm done. But the sure. good thing is, is I think I'm getting really close to what I see in my head. And that's kind of my marker is like, is what I'm seeing in my head, those feelings, those emotions, those story beats, is that there on the page? And if the answer is yes, then I think I'm going to basically be like, all right, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So, cool. yeah, you know, that's uh, been exciting. Work's been work. Been freaking hot, man. It's, I think that's it's, been draining me a lot, too, just being in the heat. Like, it's... 100%. My poor Scandinavian It's making me feel, here. like, super lazy. Yeah. It's like, you go outside, like, I mowed our lawn this mm-hmm. past weekend, and I was, like, dripping sweat. Yeah, I'm dude. talking, like, I was out there for, like, 15 minutes. We oh, got yeah. a small yard. I'm just like, oh, oh my yeah. God. Chugging back the water, you know, drinking yeah. a lot of water, and just... Yeah, same here. I drive to, like, my next store at work. And then I start walking to the store. I'm already like sweating by the time I get into the store. It's like 102 degrees. And it's just, it's unreal. It's yeah, unreal. It's sad when you can walk outside and you're like, oh, you know what? It's only 97 and not 103. Yeah, and it's kind of good today. And yeah, it's like that's 94. It's, it's kind of sad when that's the uh, the marker of, but it is weird how you can tell the difference. Like you can definitely, there's like a, when you walk outside, you know that feeling when you open your oven and like the heat hits you. <laughs> That's, that's kind of what, what that's uh, what yeah. it's felt like. Where you walk outside, <laughs> it's like you're walking into an oven because it's like it just it's thick. You can see the Some heat waves coming heat. in. Jack, I'm gonna go grab another uh, Topo Chico Ranch water. Okay, hard seltzer, not sponsored. If you want to sponsor us, we need probably increase our listenership by like ten thousand. Come on, but would you like one? Uh, no, I don't drink. So I'm four point seven alcohol percent. I'm good. If you got regular water, I'm good. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll take that. Yeah, so my week's been pretty good. You know, just a um, small little work talk. I got a reroute, so a new schedule that I'm working, and it's a lot better than my last one, so very thankful for that. Um, that's all I, all I really want to talk about as far as work goes. So um, I see that water was not grabbed for me. It's all right. Wait, you didn't want to look right? No, I, I just wanted a water. Charlie was ready to pull the tab. No, but so... Um, yeah, so the week's been fine. Uh, Laura and I have been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. Actually, it's been fun playing the like. The, it's been fun playing at couch co-op together. That's been fun. Um, of course, I've just been exploring the mines and that sort of stuff. Doing some fishing. Got some, oh, thank you. Got some sturgeons in a fish pond. You know, gonna say it makes winter. me a little angry that. Well, no. So here's the thing. I I think I enjoyed a lot more couch co-op. Like how like. When we, when we played Borderlands, the pre-sequel, I would have never played that if we didn't play it sitting next to each other. Mm. Because, like, for me, it feels a lot more like, ah, oh, like, yes. Like, I can get into it. I can see what she's doing. We can communicate right then and there. Like, it's face-to-face. Um, there's just something about playing online that was not doing it for me. Mm. I don't know. It felt yeah. also like our money side together. So, like, I can go out and, like, in mine and, like, make, like, 200 gold and she's like i just sold like a bunch of pumpkins and that made us like thirty thousand dollars yeah man sorry and like now she's like got like a brewery going all that kind of stuff so uh, i mean that's you want to make the big bucks in stardew we're, we're getting there we're, the we're in the middle of our first winter so wow you guys are you guys have i guess has laura played before though she's been playing on a mobile a little bit okay that's it yeah, and Laura. So, but I've been like in the mine getting yeah. like, all those resources and she's been like doing all that stuff because I, so. I don't think i started brewing until like the start of my second year I was really concerned with like. Anyways, I could go. I could go on and on. Yeah. Stardew Valley, <laughs> but that might be a game. That. that might be another game that we can get. We like you and I can give another chance because I think it'd be fun to kind of 
You and I. I just wish like the worlds could be online and like you could hop on, do your thing, hop uh, off. Like I really wish like a that, server. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that is it, that is like I think the one benefit for a game like Minecraft where you can just hop on and do your own thing or you can hop on and play with other people. So Yeah. But anyways, guys, let's get into the meat and bones of this oh. episode. Unless Charlie, you have something else you want to bring up? Oh no, I was gonna say I usually prefer my meat bone this. Huh. Anyways. Huh. This game has a lot of meat, a lot of bones, a lot of breaking of oh, bones. Oh. This is oh, Far yes. Cry Primal. And guys, if you aren't aware, Far Cry has been a series of games that started, let me look it up here real quick. When did Far Cry start? Far Cry first came out in 2001. Long time ago. Long time ago. Long, long time ago. And Troy and I didn't really play Far Cry 1. We played a little bit of Far Cry 2. Did we? Just a little bit. I remember specifically like having like the, the malaria shots or whatever. See, this does not ring like, any. Maybe it was just me. And the combat was like really janky, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Far Cry 3 is where yes. it sucked us in. Like it was Far a Cry. super, super fun game. And to be honest, sorry to cut in, but that's the only one I got sucked into. Super like fun world. Um, great characters, great design. Boss. Um, and it was like the first Far Cry game that I played with like the Far Cry formula. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're on an island, you have a certain area, and you have objectives. Secure this to unlock this. Secure right. this to unlock this. Gather these to upgrade this. That kind right. of stuff, you know? Um, for me, that was like my first time really encountering mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Then Far Cry 4 in 2014, um, which I did play. I did actually beat that one. I, I think I platinumed it. Wow. Um, and that, that was a fun one, too. Really enjoyed that one. Far Cry 5, didn't touch it, actually. Far Cry 6, didn't touch it. Didn't touch like any other Far Cry's really. Yeah. Um, but one that it did touch and touched me. Oh, was Far Cry Primal, a spinoff of the main series. Um, came out in 2016. And what got me about this game? So if you guys don't know me, I actually am like super into, um, you know, the history of man. I love learning about like you know evolution and how we came to be, our ancestors, technology from those days. I love mm-hmm. all of that stuff. It's super, super interesting to me. Um, I was actually just watching a video recently about a guy talking about how we found our oldest ancestor about 7 million years ago. And I was like, dude, that's so stinking cool. And this ancestor, is what, what they believe is that it's the ancestor where so basically we evolved from like some ancient primate into this. And then from this, there was another split into eventually us homo sapiens and, and also the split and the now great apes and that kind of stuff. So that's like where our com- they believe that that's what they found. So Far Cry Primal takes place in the year 10,000 BC. Not long enough. Sorry, not far off, not far enough to like be a different evolution in man but far enough to where neanderthals are still around and so far cry primal starts off it's kind of like a really cool honestly i think it's super cool the music's like really kind of uh i guess i guess tribal kind of cut in here yeah that was one of my favorite things about starting far cry primal is when they start the clock and it goes back mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and uh then you, you know you hear like the gunshots and stuff, and it like goes oh like earlier and earlier and earlier, and then like it keeps going, and mm-hmm. like the scene gets all like overgrown like that. I 
like the uh, the style of this game, I think, is really really cool. It, it's and I, I'll get into my thoughts a little bit deeper, but yeah, I just want to interject there is that yeah, like in the drums especially, like this game mm-hmm. does have some like killer like, and you're like, and but they're you know they really they're that really kind of like earthy like mm-hmm. uh, you can tell like old style drum like somebody stretched out animal skin and they're just yeah beating against the and thing. so what's so, cool yeah. about this game is so. You have the Winja, which are, you know, Homo sapiens, and then you have the Udom. It's like the two main kind of initially mm-hmm. focused people. And the Udom are the Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. So, and they look a lot different mm-hmm. than people do. But they're enough, you know, human to where you can interact with them still. Um, and what was I about to say? The Winja speak, well, they all speak this language that the creators made up themselves. And I forget how they made it, but... It's a really cool, like, old language that they kind of threw together. And it's it's really interesting. I think it's it's one thing that really enticed me to the game. It has its whole voice-acted own language that they created for the game. And it's super freaking cool. And it starts off, Try if you want to pick up from here after I describe this, you take control of Takar. Takar. And you're laying down, looking at one of your buddies. The ground is shaking. You can feel it in the controller. And then Mammoth passes you. You all slowly get up and you start the hunt of these mammoths. So, Charlie, at this point, did this did this part grab you into the game? Or what were you, what were you thinking like so, when you first were able to start interacting right. with the game? So, like, when I first started playing, I immediately knew that the, the, the characters that were with me were going to die. That just felt very obvious. Like, I was, I kind of knew that was coming. You know, because they're going to this land of Oros and they're Oros. going to the Windra, you know, so. The and I, you know, initially, like, I was super into it. Like, I really liked the idea. Um, I kind of had to, just a small thing, like, I feel like I had to slow down my the sensitivity of my camera. Because, like, you have your nice, smooth, cinematic camera. And the moment I moved my camera, I was like, whoo! And I was like, holy crap. Like, it was a small thing like that. Doesn't doesn't really take away anything. But... I really enjoyed the mammoth hunt right up until the point where you like corner that small one before you everybody before that saber tooth tiger attacks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really feel like I was doing it right because I just was stabbing it like going around in a circle and being like, oh yeah. So you know if you're um, and you know what I mean. So like usually I'm the one who misses things, but uh, so you throw your spears at yeah. it and like directly to like to your right and your left there are spears like stacked ah, up. That you can, yeah, you can either go back and just, like throw yeah so i i literally like threw one spear and then i was like well i don't really want to throw my last spear and so i like he's down i just kind of like went and i was just like <laughs> stabbing <laughs> yeah, him in a bunch yeah, yeah. so i mean that felt it felt a little weird because um and i don't know what is this off the far cry 3 engine because it or is it off far cry 4's engine um and really the only reason i ask what? is because it and of course i know it's far cry so it plays similar but like it was really easy for me to like pick up and play like i just, think it was off far cry 4's okay. engine which is they're all kind of the same they're, they're just all, updated yeah. but uh definitely like that um i found like the the over it's very like the beginning's like very like metallic goldy colored you know i don't know if you know picked up on that and it might be just the setting i have my tv on but i kind of wish it was a little bit more green a little bit more like full color and it, it does get like that later on like once you get in but like yeah like everything in here was like kind of like uh i don't know beige well, gold color so i mean when you so 
what happens? You corner this mammoth, and you know you eventually kill it. And the Takar does this thing where it's like, oh, you know, spirit walk free, that whole thing. I do you like that a lot? And then suddenly, this huge saber toothed tiger jumps up. I know saber tiger isn't the actual name, but you know, yeah, it jumps up on top of it, and they're all like sitting there, like you know, trying to scare it off, basically, because that's all you can do. And then it just jumps on someone, and just starts devouring yeah. them, you know. And then immediately another one, and so you're like back up with like the last guy. And then you look behind you. It's just basically a cliff, cliff edge. Yeah. And so in order to like save yourselves, he like pushes you and himself off as the, as the tiger like jumps at you. <laughs> the, and that part, I think it's like, it's so far cry. I think it's so freaking cool. It is. It's like, very it far cry. Me. It gets me. It's very far cry. <laughs> but I do. It is funny. I felt like you do fall for not a comically long time, but it is like <laughs> black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see the tree and everything. And like it, I think it was funny, like picturing like what this looked like. If somebody was watching it, like just oh my god, you know, so on camera, from like, like I'm picturing like Princess Bride as they're just like, <laughs> cuts away, you right? Um, but yeah, it is the style of it, and especially like the language and stuff. I think is really cool, and I like the the kind of you know wh- what do they say every time you kill something? They're like walk free or yeah, I think it's like walk. Free. I'm pretty sure it's something around something like walk that. Free. Yeah, and yeah. so that was really awesome. Um, I won't go too much further into my thoughts. I'll kind of let you take the lead. But yeah, I the opening, I think, is pretty strong to this game. I like how it kind of just throws you in and it doesn't really give you that much. In fact, I don't think, I wish, like, because they give you that little bit of the explanation at the beginning with, like, the fire on the wall and kind of the cave paintings to give mm-hmm. you, like, just a little bit. To be honest, I don't think you really need that. I and this will, I'll go into this later, but, like, I think overall the game could really scale back dialogue wise and stuff and i'll get kind of get into like what i was envisioning in my head and what it came out to be but i'll save that until we yeah so i I think you're getting to something that i is my biggest complaint about the game Mm -hmm. um but this so you end up in this valley and it's dusk you know the sun is setting that's probably why everything was golden color i think so and so everything's like shimmering and kind of yes it's just rock face around you so that's reflecting up everything the water I like that part that you do have to kind of hunt and collect things. And on harder difficulties, um, you, those are all, it's all gone. Like where stuff is. Can I cut it in here? Yeah, go ahead. One of the first things I did was turn off Hunter Vision. Because I, I really like this idea of being like fully immersed. And like I took off like my reticule. And I was going to take off a lot of stuff. But then I kind of, I hit a point later on where I was like, okay, I'm just w- running around not doing anything. Yeah, you're missing something. And so, like, I kind of turned some stuff back on. But, like, I really felt like my gut reaction was like, man, I want to take away the subtitles. Like, I don't even really want to know what they, they're saying. Because, like, they do kind of sign. And, like, I you can kind of imply what they're talking about. And mm-hmm. I kind of liked how you, you know. And I was like, can I take off the subtitles? But I don't think there is an option to. Um, But, yeah, the fir- one of the first I, things I, I did know. was take off Hunter Vision. Because I was like, man, so, I don't think I want Hunter Vision here. So you, you know, you survive, you make a fire, it's getting dark. Mm -hmm. And one of the coolest things about this game is when it gets dark, the world does, like, the predators do come out. And fire, like, scares them away. Unless it's, like, evil-looking wolves, Unless it's a big bear. Yeah, like, do you see the wolves' eyes, like, The bears are horrifying. I thought the bears wouldn't be that bad, but they're, uh, they're kind of brutal. Oh, they, like, yeah, they're, they they slap. They slap. Oh, I know. Um... But yeah, the wolves like and like predators' eyes like shimmer. Yes, when you see really, them, like, the really fires cool. like gleaming in their eyes, it's yeah. really cool. Uh, but eventually, you find some signs of like other Winja. Yes, which is you're told to look for other Winja mm-hmm. by the guy who's dying once you fall down the cliff, and you're given like these I don't know what the shells they are. 
Yeah, there's Puka some shells, polka shells. Yeah, something like that. Something like that, that like signifies you as almost like more intelligent than like the the udom. The udom. But yeah, you meet this uh, warrior woman yes. named Sela, and she's, she's, she's freaking cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, but you meet her, and I love the part where you initially like, you climb up, and she sees you, and she like is like trying to like scare you basically. Yeah. But you're like, no, like there's the the saber tooth tiger is behind you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, you save her from the tiger, but she gets injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you escape and you find the land of Oros, which yeah. is where, you know, the Windra are destined to thrive. Yes. And so your job, once you help sail and you heal her becomes to savor the Windra very quickly. Like they yeah. really don't at, from this point on, they really don't give you a lot of story. I mean, the next big story beats you get are from the shaman guy. Yeah. The shaman and the other main characters you can yes. kind of save. But yeah. what I do like about this game is like you said, they throw you in and there really isn't. Yeah. Besides like the cold, there really isn't a limitation to where you can <laughs> go. Yeah. And I really like that about this. Game. I do. I like you can well. explore as much as you want and do as little as the main story as you want. Yeah. You can go out and gather everything, come back, Upgrade everything all at once. Go out and do it again. You know, you, there's so much yeah. variation to how you can approach the game, and I really appreciate about yeah. that about this game. Because unlike a game like say, I don't know, I even want to say like Fallout Four, a lot is locked behind, right? You know, pursue, like going through the main quest. Yeah. While I was in this game, everything's open to you. Even like in Far Cry Three and Far Cry Four, whole sections of the island are walled off. But no, you can just you can go. You yeah, I do. I will mention, though, cool. that there are, like, the further off you get, there start to be, like, harder predators and stuff like that. And so you do have to be a little careful mm-hmm. to not go too far to, like, get off. And that was a, I mean, I think I really, I learned a lesson pretty early on because I turned off, like, the mini-map and stuff. Like, I was like, nah, I don't need any of this. Like, I really wanted to, like, have that, like, very immersive where, like, because there is, and I, I'm a totally with you on this, there's something very attractive about like the primal world and i felt this way when i watched the northman actually which i would highly recommend you watch as well jack but like yeah just something about like when you go far enough back in history where you really have no concept of what the world was like at that point like how wild it was or how dangerous it mm-hmm. was and that's this game really does give you that feeling of like oh man like there's like really nothing there's no settlements i mean there are but it's and that like, gets you know, that it's like gets a, into one thing that kind of turns me off about the game is the whole building up your population of winja i kind of wanted it like it just feels weird i guess i wanted it to be a more isolated experience where like you didn't meet that many other people mm-hmm. and those you did were kind of stood out and so like that was kind of weird to me that being said i often would like start fights with bears and like run back to the camp and be like, Hey guys, help me out. And then they'll help you out. Like, kill the <laughs> there you just, go. And I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> go. <laughs> Cause the bear hits me. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm almost so, dead. Yeah. There are a lot of like iconic characters in this game. Uh, and one of the first ones you meet is the shaman. And let me find his name. The shaman's cool. Uh, Tinsay is his name. Tensei Tinsay. Yeah. And this is like a, it's a very far cry trope, but he's the one who seems like on these drug the trips, quests, basically yeah. these vision quests. I like the vision quests a lot. They're cool. They're very cool. In fact, and uh, it, it's really interesting. Like you go into this basically dreamlike state. Yes. And your goal is to conquer, you know, whatever vision you're seeing. Yeah. And so like in the first vision you see, you're it's following your owl. this um the owl. The owl, like yeah. the spirit owl. 
they'll kind of fly after it, which is and that part's cool. cool. And you go into like the storms. The, mu- like the that. music in that part is really cool. Like, yeah. So I when you first met Teensay, yeah, what you what you think of my? I, I, so, I when I was when I met him again when I was playing through again, I was like, I think Charlie's gonna like this. Yeah, guy. no, I do, I do, I do. I have, wild. I love, um, I love like shaman characters especially like kind of like wild crazy shamans that seem to have some kind of mystical power even though they seem batshit insane and so when he's like yeah drink the blood i'm like oh this is very far cry because in far cry 3 there's a similar part where the guy's like hey well no he's like hey let me cut your hand okay there's blood in there's that like rat blood in there too. rat blood in there something else it mixes looks it gross because you get a really good look at it it's, it's like it's really close to your camera it's like goopy yeah it's like it almost looks uh, like jello that but isn't it, fully jellified it really i do like the kind of like shamanistic approaches and like those attempts at like deeper understanding at like just the wild world people found themselves in mm-hmm. again oh, and i'll call back to this a lot i think during this episode but the northman has several shamans in fact there is a shaman in a cave that he goes and visits who's like dancing and singing very similar to this and i was like huh and so again for me though i kind of i'm kind of torn because i and once i like knowing what they're saying but then there's this part of me that's like, God, it'd be really cool if you had no idea what they were saying. Like, mm-hmm. they kind of removed you because, like, Far Cry is very expressive with movement and the hand gestures and stuff. Weirdly and I, so. And I feel like you could get away with, like, yeah, the overall point of it. And I think, and I don't know if you want me to dive into this now so you can stop me, but I think my biggest problem with Far Cry Primal is that it's a Far Cry game. And I really wish... It was a little bit more of like a standalone, like just call it primal. And yeah. Like, so let's let's okay. That's my that. same complaint of the game. Okay. I like as much as I love this game. That's my same complaint. Yeah. But I want to kind of first because have you encountered the fire people yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. After um, I'll kind of tell you what. So I, you so, have you encountered Ul? No, the not Ul, yet. The, so you haven't encountered the Udam leader Ul? No. So after I had the first mission with the shaman, mm-hmm. I kind of was like, you know. Charlie, stop! Because I I really got obsessed. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna waypoint this bonfire. I'm gonna I'm gonna go help this. I was like, Charlie, stop! Like, because I'll ruin. I felt my enjoyment slipping away as I kept opening <laughs> up the map, making sure I was going right. I was like, Charlie, just do what you want to do. Turn off the map. Turn that stuff all off. And so I did. And I literally just like wandered around, like kind of. It's stum- a beautiful environment. Like I kind of stumbled into like people who needed help, and it felt much better that way. It was really hard for me, and I still had this like nagging sensation. I'm like, I know I'm missing stuff. Like, I know, I the know little I'm, collectibles. I know I'm walking right past something, and just because it's not highlighted on my mini map, I'm not seeing it. But I had a lot more fun. Like, just especially like when it would get night, like I would get like a creep through the woods, and they kind of do a cool thing where like every time there's like a spot of water, you, there's like usually a lot of animals that are gathered around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a long time just like hunting animals, like getting there like with the bow. And they'd like run off. Have you seen and one of those giant eagles pick up something and drop it yet? Yes. That's like horrifying. It's kind of horrifying. And when the really eagle worried, attacks you, it's that, yeah. you. So it hasn't attacked me yet, but I was really worried it could pick me up and drop me. And I was like, I hope. I was like, Far Cry usually gives you the option to like push it off if it attacks you. But remind me kind of like the cassowaries. <laughs> Far Cry 3, which are horrible. Oh my gosh. So th- that's, that's one thing like, I really like about Primal is that the world really like sucks you into it. And mm-hmm. I do wish you could engage with it on a more primal level. Yeah, it's on a deeper level. Yeah. And the thing that really does hold it back is that it's a Far Cry game. Yeah. Is that I think if I didn't play any Far Cry games before this one, 
it would be like one of my favorite games of all time. Mm. But because it has that same Far Cry formula that it I really know, is. yeah, that's what detaches from me. I was like, okay, we get a grappling hook. This would have been cool if I didn't yeah. know that it was in Far Cry Three and Far right. Cry Right, and that's and that's kind of the problem too. Is like even the map and like when you walk by stuff, it's like, oh, you need a grappling hook, and you're like, game, I don't stop telling me this. Like, just let me, let me figure it out. Like, let me. But I think what is challenging about that is that. And I've gotten into this before, but in some aspects, it's you know what it's like, Jack. We're playing Oblivion. I mean, like you know, play Oblivion with no fast travel. Want to see the world, and so you go out. You don't do. You don't fast travel, but then you realize that the quest structure is kind of designed around you fast traveling because they're like, "Hey, go to Bruma. Go to Bruma. Go to Bruma. Talk to a person for two seconds." They're like. By the way, I'm going to need you to go all the way back to Skingrad. And you're like, son of a bitch, I just came from Skingrad. So what, you want me to just literally talk to a person for two seconds and then leave and come back? And so it's like the game is designed around its systems, I think almost to a fault to where when I took those away, I felt like I was legitimately missing things. Like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. I was missing out on the crafting materials I needed. And stuff like that. And so that, honestly, like, that was a really big hurdle for me to overcome. And I was like, God, I just don't know if I want to go through this whole thing playing it like this. Because then, because at the end, I think for my last session, I literally turned everything back on. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I want to clear out this. Like, I want to mm-hmm. clear out the bonfires. I want to I want to make sure I'm getting my upgrades for my crafting stuff. I want to make sure I'm taming these animals, which I really do like taming the animals. It's cool. I like how it's like very simple. It's very animals, simple, but it's effective. I my first, so I tamed one of the little dog things. Yes, the little uh, Dude, those things are so annoying. They're, they're not the dingoes, dole. the doles. The doles, yeah. Have you tamed the rare one, the rare black one? No, I haven't tamed that one yet. I love how big their no, ears yes, I did. are. Yes, I did. Their ears are like huge. But I tried to tame a bear before I could, and so I threw it, and I was like, <laughs> threw I crept up, and I it goes, you cannot tame this animal yet, and I was like, and oh, you're like, oh. it's back slowly away. <laughs> and that's the worst when you're like running, like maybe I can tame this guy. And they just run past the meat. And you're like, oh, God, no. Yeah. But, like, I some of my favorite moments in this game is when it was, like, turning night. and Because, like, the wolves that come out at night are pretty deadly if they, like, gather up around they come, you. Yeah, they come out in packs. But I really like how you can use the fire and scare them away. And so I constantly... And the game gives you, like, you're, it's pretty generous crafting tools. So, like, I was always, like, lighting things on fire or, like, throwing. Yeah. I love throwing stuff in this Dude, game. Throwing so, the clubs are so satisfying. It's so satisfying. Have you ever done a takedown facing one of the Udom? You just bash them with your club. And yes. And it's so yeah. nice. Yeah. Or I love it. You can do that. The other guy turns around and you yeah. throw your club at him. <laughs> this it's game, really yeah. good. This game has nice um, aim assist and melee assist, too, which makes me feel like I'm playing a lot better than I am because you can pull off some pretty cool things, like... My favorite weapon so far, though, I, I I don't know. I have a soft spot for the spears. I really like... The, the spears are... I love the... Mm. Go, this goes back to King Kong, the video game. Oh, my where gosh. You're like... Yeah. Throw, and I love... The, I just, the finger I for love, the aiming. I love throwing the spear. Like, it's just such a satisfying... Especially if you get somebody in the head with it. <laughs> I like how... So, it's it's almost like... It's very video gamey in this sense, where, like, if you hit someone with a spear... It like throws them back, and I <laughs> so really good. like that. It makes it very satisfying. It's so good. Um, so that's my biggest complaint about mm-hmm. Far Cry is yeah. well, Far Cry Primal is that it's just it's like the other Far Cry games, and yeah. it's hard to get past that 
But this most recent time I was playing through it, kind of when I was when I suggested Primal to you, yeah. I was able to get past that yeah. for about four hours of that playthrough. And then I was like, man, I just don't want to like do this again, you mm. know? But I love the world. I love the characters. I love like the story. I like the fact that you're trying to take back Ordos and like, you know, it's the cool. wind like it's so cool. I love the dynamic between the Udom and the Winja. Mm-hmm. And have was your camp attacked? By the Udom. And the guy that like, picks you up and throws you down. Oh, that's great. It reminds me of, you know, uh, Far Cry is really good about doing that, about people like getting up in your face. Like, they love doing that to you. Shaman gets up in your face. Literally every character gets up in your face. They're like, what are you doing? Kind of give you the crazy eyes. And you're like, oh my God. But yeah, that, I have to agree with you, Jack, because that like, ultimately for me, that was the biggest, <sighs> not issue, the game because like conceptually the game is really cool i just don't know if i'm in the mood to like play a checklist game which ultimately this kind of is because like for me my ocd really kicks in when it's like oh i can like pick up all these materials oh i can upgrade stuff like and i very quickly found myself slipping back into that thing of like oh i have to collect everything Oh, if I miss one of these stupid little packs that are hanging up in the trees, somehow I'm missing off something important. Well, so here's the... So those packs never have anything that you're not going to just find. Yeah. It's always like the hardwood or the slate or whatever. Yeah. And they do a good job in this game about everything you need is like really easy to find. It is. And you can use a lot of materials and be fine. Sorry, like Laura's trying to order some boba and she has to get into my account. Boba. Boba. You know, everything's like locked like... By like six security walls nowadays. So, but anyways, so your your biggest takeaway from Primal has it been positive? Has it been negative? Or what, so give give me like the the things that really drew you in. Yeah, because I know what took you out was that it's a Far Cry. Game. Yes, but what like really pulled you Positives. in? Oh. And if you yeah. could come up with like your own. Primal game. Oh yeah, give me give me some ideas there. Like give me give me. I want to ex- you know experiment a little experiment bit. a little bit here. So again, the primal world I think is. I'm surprised more games haven't been in the primal world. Like I know I know it. we have like, you know, like I know there are several dinosaur games, but I kept thinking like, why is it only like Horizon who has their robot dinosaurs who's done something like this where it's like. Kind of primal, kind of have that, you know, that layer of almost like mysticism that steeped over everything because you're like, I know this is my world and, you know, we're just so far removed, but you're so far removed. I mean, like the saber tooth cats themselves are like huge and really like horrifying. And I can't imagine like being in a situation where you'd have to kill one of those things. Like it would most certainly kill you. Even like mammoths, like I saw a couple, like several mammoths, and I was like, "Can I try to kill one?" I'm like, "No." Like, how am I supposed to kill that mammoth? Did you ever see those giant? Well, you know what I did elks? do though. Do you ever see those with the huge antlers? Those are cool. Though I was like, watch. Yeah, I love the the animal. Like the large animals are really cool. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> with the mammoths, I definitely like. There's a bunch of like udam like walking around a little hunting party as they do. They kind of wander around little hunting packs, and so they were like following these mammoths, and I was like, "Why are they following them?" And so I shot one of the mammoths was there, and everyone like turns around. It's like, like they start fighting it, and it's like, and I see one guy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. 
<laughs> okay. thrown like yeah, fifteen feet. <laughs> and they're they're just trying to kill it and they don't kill it and then it walks away totally fine. And I like walk out to loot them and it turns around. And I'm like, no. And like the the screen shaking and everything, yeah. it's really And so like those yeah. aspects of the game, like how much you get into the world, I really love. And so I almost wish it was more of that. Like I want more creeping through the bushes and the silence because you really want to like sneak up and kill these people. Because I think, and I was thinking about it too, I was like, man, how cool, because like the, the, the Udon, they're, they're Neanderthals, so they're almost like more, they have a, more like an animalistic strength to them. Have you seen them when they run at you, like almost yeah. run on all fours And so I kind of, like, I kind of really wish weirdly. that like, they brought that out a little bit, that like, hey, if you ever get like close quarters with them, it's kind of hard. But ultimately what happens if they get close quarters, you kind of just circle around and, you know, give them a couple hits and it's fine. But, like, the most enjoyment I had in this game was for the range combat. Like, where you're, like, scrounging together. You're, like, qu- like quickly, like, lighting a club on fire to, like, catch somebody on fire. Uh, the use of fire is really cool. I like how it burns down the club slowly and how... That was one of the first things I was like, this game's pretty It lights cool. stuff up. I like being able to catch things on fire. Like, mm-hmm. several times I would, like, throw it at, like, a little village. Or I like even the bonfires, how they don't necessarily, like... They're, like, you don't walk up to it and hold square. It's like, no, you have to, like... Yeah, you can like fire or hit yeah, it. You, like, it's cool, like like light a spear and and like yeah. lights a bonfire. Like it, the bonfire. Sorry about that. <laughs> that was a bad one. Wow. But yeah, so ultimately, I wish there was more of that. Like, take away the the quests. Take away like some of these like extra utilities. Like, just give me this game where it's just like this group of people trying to scrounge up some type of survival in this. Have like, to be more survival ish, basically. Well, like but without like the because like. Is that a nice sweet spot where there's not a lot of grind to it, really? Yes. It's just you got to go out and, like, grab stuff. But yeah. you don't have to, like, get 50 of this. And, like, right. you know. I mean, like, you got 50 stones. You go up and grab from, like, one resource, like, five. Right. You know, no big deal. It's not like get, like, 50 mammoth wolves or whatever. Right. You know, so there's, like, a really and good balance of that. Like, more I of think. that, like, I, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's, like, you know, if they wanted us to build, like, little civilizations, like, I kind of would have liked to be, like, a part of that. Like, hey, like. I'm gathering wood. I'm gathering animal skin. Like literally, like have me like make a make a home or like do something like where I can you know have a more tangible experience with this rather than it feeling like a Fallout Four village that I'm growing. You know, by mm-hmm. by, by doing these random actions, I have accidentally killed several of the Windra because for some reason, like attacks or when you see them out in the wild they'll like come running at you and i don't know if there's like other just wild people but like definitely like people will come running at me and i just was like oh man there's an enemy through a spear and it was like minus one population see and i've I was never like, had a windjur run at me like that that's interesting well i think they're running away from the udon oh, and i was like <laughs> but i didn't realize they were- oh well, i guess you probably have this little thing that you have turned off where it's like help save this captured windjur yeah and see that's that's the thing is like I really wanted to play like that. Like I really wanted to, but I then I even felt like I had to turn on my hunter sense again because when you get the owl, it's like oh use hunter sense to mark your. And I'm like, I kind of do want to mark my enemies, but like, and then I realized you could kind of not. You didn't have to have hunter sense on. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where it's like I really like the the beastmaster stuff. I mean that that is cool enough. I think to just be its own game like taming these animals and especially like of course these primal animals i mean it's freaking awesome like even like the first one you do like the wolf is really cool how you know you get in charge of this wolf and you almost have like this 
deeper like spiritual connection to it. Like yeah. I really, really like that. And I really like how I spent a long time, like, I mean, a couple hours just like wandering around with my wolf being like, go kill it. And I'll like, Dude, watch it. it's so fun. Like having the wolf jump up and tackle one guy. The guy turns around to like face yeah. the wolf and like, you see him like freak out and then you, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, oh. So many moments like that. Or even like I, I mean, I like the owl, like how you can call it. And I kept trying to like look at myself whenever I call the owl too. Yeah. You, obligatory. You got to do that, that like once or twice. But yeah, it's, it's really cool when you start like getting like the special animals, like like the scarred bear or whatever, mm. that kind of stuff. You can tame those. Yeah. That kind of stuff's really cool. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to getting into it, but I think a lot of my main issue jumping into it, at least initially, was that I, I kept wanting it to be a different game. Like I kept wanting it to be, you know, I haven't played it, but I hear about um Hellblade. That's doing a sacrifice where it's like a very like personal, intimate, like singular journey. And that, you know, it reminds me of, oh, that's like the kind of like the primal Viking world, which, you know, I'm kind of like, I kind of want that game to be this. Like I want it to be like more spirit quests and crazy visions and just really go you all have, into like people have no idea what the world's doing at this point. Like go all into the 10,000 BC, you know, right. Not, yeah. Yeah. So that's. That's why I, I love Cause Primal. Because, like yeah, like, the style of it's really cool. Like, the music's great. Like I said, like, when you're doing your spirit visions, the music's awesome. The voice like, acting's great. Yeah. Like character modeling's great. You know, the aesthetics just, it's, everything's there. But because you have to play in well, a way that you've played these other games, right. it's, that really detracts from what the game well, could and be, and too, like, how cool it is. Like, I love, like, when I first, you know, the first quest you do for Salo where you go and have to get the green plants and you get to, and like they're all kind of around that little lake or little, you know, pond thing. And like I was like creeping through the things and like all of the animal sounds. Like they really crank up like the amount of like just ambient nature noise is like always. There's like one animal that I hate that I'm always hearing that I don't know what it is. Is it the doles? The ones that go, yeah, they're like everywhere. And I'm like, they're basically like little hyenas. Like, Get out of here, doles. Yeah, they, they attack you like. Like droves of three, yeah. But like if you kill two of them, like the last one will run away. There's so many times where I'd see one coming up and I'd be like, "Throw a club." <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> I love going up to like those, like just like the deer, and you go <laughs> like smack. Them. I do really like how it like. I don't remember if the other Far Cry Far Cry games did this. Maybe they did, but I really like how if you hit like an animal in the body, it'll just like sprints away, and you have to like follow the blood trail. Mm-hmm. But if you, it really incentivizes you to like, okay, I'm going to hit it in the head because I'll just immediately kill it. I don't have to chase yeah. it. And animals, they will bleed out in this one. Which is really cool. Like, I really like that a lot. Like, that's a cool detail. Mm-hmm. I do wish that they were easier, like the blood was a little bit easier to follow without hunter vision. True. Because I, I really wish you could be like, ah, oh, yes, it went this way. And like, I've had, and I'm playing the game on normal, so maybe I need to crank up the difficulty, but like, I have an abundance of healing items. I mean... It's not like the other Farker games where I felt like at some point I did run out of like the bigger healing items. So I'd have to like do the because one of the first skills I bought was like the natural healing where you just hold it and like slowly heal yourself up. But mm-hmm. I haven't had to do any of those. Like I've always had meat. Just be like, <laughs> wait, because anytime you hunt something, you get meat. Yeah. And so like, but then I realized I was like, oh man, I have so much meat. I'm like, oh wait, you have to heal your animals with it too. And I was heal like, the oh, animals, tame the animals, you right? Need to and make, so, you know, baits and you know, so I kind of like. But yeah, I just like he, like you said, Jack. I wish it was a different game because like when I started, I was so excited. 
But then like you fall down the cliff and you're like, oh man, and you go and it's like, and like you're and it's in like, it. You're into it. And then. it's like, it's like turn on Hunter Vision. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> I so I want to turn on Hunter Vision. It makes me so it makes me wonder if you there's a game that I really liked called Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey. Mm. And I, I'm not going to suggest it to you because I think it's a game which you should play on your own time. But you basically start out as, you know, ancient, 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 you know, human. Like 2001 Space Odyssey? Monkeys? We're, 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 yeah, we were basically monkeys. Yeah. And you slowly, like, you know, you can rescue monkeys or you can, like, you know, there's, like, mating in the game. You don't see it, obviously. But you have, like, these children... And what's so freaking cool is that, like, there's so much drama where, like, if you're like, okay, come on, pack, follow me. But you have to make sure all the babies are, are clinging on to, like, one of right. the adults because they can't keep up. And you can, like, lose the babies. Yeah. And, like, when, like, a tire comes up and is, like, trying to get one, you're like, no, like, get off, get off. And it's so, it's so good. You but know? when you have, like, these babies clinging to you and you have, like, a stick. And the first thing you do is like stick rock. What can I do? And so you have to like mash them together and tink, something happens. And then tink, you keep doing it and then sharpen stick. Yeah. You know, and babies are like, ooh. And so that gives you like more neurons to like upgrade like the tree. Right. And then you evolve, the tree goes back down, but you have like a larger tree to then go in back into mm. again. And so you can kind of like slowly cool. expand back and forth. You evolve and you, the um your actual people change as they nice. evolve too. It's a, it's a much different... I didn't think I'd be so into it, but I got into, into it, it. It was fun. Yeah. You know what this... Uh, like, the style of Primal kind of reminds me of in hmm. the... I want to say it's in the most recent Planet of the Apes series that they had. In the start of, I believe, the second movie, there's a part where... You know, do you know the general premise of Planet of the Apes? Yeah. I'm take over. I, I know the original, not, not the new one. But... Ones. So, like, in this new, the second movie, which I think you would really dig. It's, I was about to ask you, do you think I'd like the new Planet of the Apes? I think Like, series of films that they came Not out Not necessarily the first one. The first one, I think, is a little boring. But the second one is, like, really cool. So, it starts off with this hunting scene where, like, the apes are, like, waiting in this forest. And it comes out. And, like, the first, the, the main ape, Caesar, who can, like, he doesn't really speak, but he can say, like, a couple of words. But it comes out and he has, like, this skull face paint. And they're, like, waiting. And they're wet. And, like... Then these like animals come through and they're like following them and they like run up into these humans. And the first thing he says is just like, no, or like go away. But he just like screams it at them and they're just like, what is going on? But like, it really reminds me of like, I don't know, there's something like really fascinating about like that early stage in history where like things were evolving, people were getting smarter. Like, and you, I really like that about this. And I kind of wish it went more into that, like more mm -hmm. into like, because it really does just, it throws you into, like, the main stuff so much that I'm like, I kind of wish, like, you don't need really need a story. Like, just, it could just be like, hey, like, we need to, like, create, we need to, like, work together. Otherwise, like, alone, these Neanderthal, Udom are going to, like, you know, literally kill us. Like, if you could, like, set up settlements, almost Asian empires, in a mm. way. Like, you set up these settlements, and you can, like, have, like, trade routes. And, like, you can, like, really have, like, this expansive, like, old network. I think it would be really cool. Because, yeah, I, you know, I really like a lot of that aspect of the game. Is I think, really cool. So, Charlie, I think, you know, we're about, uh, we're at like 47 minutes here. Oh. But I think it's a, you know, unless you have more, I think we're good to kind of like close it out and then have like some ending, some ending talk. How, do, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, I think, I think 
if I had to, like, if I was playing this game on my own, I would stop playing. If, like, I I will play more because, like, I do want to see some of the stuff that happens later on, and especially like with some of the animals I can get, and like, I, I would go through like I would try to do at least develop like, a good like two or three hours to do right. Like, story well, and I think and progress the story a good bit. I think I'm gonna embrace kind of the the Ubisoft formula, like, and I think I'm just gonna go, like start clearing out stuff because like I do like doing that. It's, it's but kind of yeah, let go of the the dream of what I thought Primal would be in my head. Let that go a little bit because I. That's why I was God because the intro is so good. Like that clock scaling back is so great, and like the music is really cool. And but yeah, like I, it's a great definitely game. definitely one of it's the things where I felt game. like the game got in in front of me, where I was like, it's just just like stop. Yeah, exactly. Like let the mammoths kill me in the beginning if I'm stupid enough to get close enough to one. Like I think they will. You know, like. Let this little baby man spear me through the chest and like throw me to the really ground. Really Oh, that's that'd be great. That'd be, be kind of cool. <laughs> you know, but like, just game, like, get out of my way. Because I think for the most part, it does a really good job at merging like the map and that kind of stuff with it. But it's it's very hard when you're in this primal setting and then you pull up your map. Like, it just feels weird. And I yeah. know, I know that is like maybe just a me thing, but it's like, how much cooler would it be if you like scroll like a bar? If you just didn't have a map. Or you just didn't have a map. Like, you don't Like, you had to remember like where things were. Because like the world does have like some landmarks, but since I think it's designed with a map in mind, like I do wish there were more like unique looking things. And there are unique looking things. Like, there are plenty of places when I turned off that stuff that I was like, oh, what's that? Like, and you know, nothing. There's this distinct rock bridge over a canyon. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a bunch of like tan rocks yes. like laying on top of one another. Yeah. That's the place I always recognize. That's that's a good one. But that's the problem is like <laughs> without the map and without pulling up my main one, I really did start to get lost where I was like, I what am I doing? Like I'm not doing anything. But I really enjoyed <laughs> like I enjoyed this yeah. running around with my wolf and like when night comes, like there is like a tangible sense of danger because like you do like I love how you see like the the reflective eyes in the dark and you see them like attacking other things that's a really cool aspect where like the animals seem to be having their own <laughs> struggle at all times like you'll literally be running around on your mini map you'll see this little red arrow pop up but it's like yeah it's like, like a sprint past you and you're like what is going on and you see like a wolf chasing after some that's what I like about that the most in, in some of those encounters is that just because they're predators doesn't mean they're always going after you. Yes. And that, even that when they really kill cool. that thing, they won't go after you still. Yeah. Honestly, like, you're right You're right next to it, then yeah, of course. But if you're like walking along, yeah, and it goes off, it's not going to go, oh, there's the player. No, yeah. It just goes and keeps doing its thing. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. But it's, you know, for every cool moment like that, there's a moment where one of the Udom sees you and you have your classic little Far Cry thing fill up and you're like, dude, just... And they go, Ranger! Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, that's enough. Like, if you were just walking along and somebody yelled that, you'd be like, oh, sh-. like, <laughs> oh, geez. You know what I mean? Like, I almost wish it went further. Like, I really wish it embraced mm-hmm. that and be like, no, you don't get a map. No, you don't get a crafting wheel. Like, no, you have to make it make sense. Like, like if you want more spears, you got to, like, hey, take a second and. Hey, do you have how many sticks do you have? Like, like I kind of would have wanted to see that more. That being said, diving back into it, I'm going to treat it much more like a Far Cry game. Like, I'm going to start, like. You know, because I know Far Cry, you get powerful really easily by doing the little extra side quest by building up your village because then you get more supplies. And skill and get, points. and Skill points. 
I did take away the, the one of the first things I took away was the XP thing. I was like, no, get out of here. I don't need that. So, Charlie, yeah, let's pass it off to the listeners. Listeners, mm. do you want to hear a part two of Far Cry Primal? That's 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 this is the big questions I have because Charlie and I we've been crunching the numbers a little bit. We've been doing a few little examinations here and there, and also just a little bit of feedback here and there as well. If the series like chapters or double take uh, is not something you guys are interested in hearing or continue, then you know we are more than open yeah. and willing to like switch it because this is just a test mm-hmm. into trying other different things. Yeah. You know, these aren't set in stone things. Like we always say, we're a small podcast. We always like mixing it up here and there. So. If you guys are interested, like in double take at all, which the numbers kind of reflect that, then like let me know, and then I'll you know we can go back to having more, um, uh, kind of what our one of our listeners and beloved friend and family, Michael, um, will often say is you know he kind of misses those older variety topics, older variety topics, and you know there are times I I miss that as well. I think that. We we aren't doing them not because you know we don't we didn't enjoy them, but because we had this weird pressure on ourselves. We kind of wait to the last minute, and then we're like, "Oh God, we right. can't think of anything. Let's do tangents," you know. Right. And so this is a way to kind of help us give us some structure back. Yes. And I like having the three weeks in between each release because it kind of gives us a nice time to. You know, I will say we can fit it in. Yeah, that's been. The not to interrupt him, so I apologize. No, you're, you're, but you're that, good, you're good. I will say I that's hear, been a give me, give me your thoughts too. That's been a big, I think, plus to this format is the structure. When it was left entirely up to us to decide on a topic, to research that topic week by week, like it's hard enough, even like I only played like what eight hours of Far Cry Primal in three weeks. Yes, I could have played more. Like, yes, I did have time to play more, and I, I probably should have played more. Yeah. But at the same time, though, that goes to show you that, like, life for us is just busy. And so, like, coming up with those topics, like, and having to kind of think of, oh, what would be a good topic? What would be this topic? What, you know, what is interesting to talk about week after week was challenging for us in the structure of this is really nice. Like, I really like knowing for that. For sure. Oh, hey, well, like, for next week, like, for chapters. Oh, we're reading the Don, like, Voyage of the Don Trader. Great. Finishing that book. Yeah. But even with chapters, like I'm totally willing to say, hey, after that one, we're gonna stop doing Narnia. Like, let's go back to our variety topics. It is all based on what you guys want, you know. Jack and I like are really fine doing everything. I think the tangents for us are definitely like an easier kind of way out. But like like I like Jack said, like some from some of the feedback we got, like people do miss the random episodes. And so it really could be that we just go back to the kind of that variety topic and just have to like be more disciplined with the planning. But you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it's all about, and this is where I really want to hear the feedback from people who have been listening a lot. And, um, we've been have some old family listeners from up in Washington that are listening now. Oh, that's right. Uh, do you remember Wilson? Yeah. He texted me the other day. Well, I texted him because our mom was like, Hey, yeah, I suggested him the podcast and he's been listening to it. And I've, I've checked some of our analytics, and like, yeah, like there's been listens on like some older episodes. I'm like, that's freaking cool. Nice. Um, and so, but he said he's been really enjoying it. So, shout out to Wilson. That's yeah. awesome. Hey, man. Um, how's it going? Yeah, how's it going? Freak. Wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hopefully, you know we're joking. Uh, it's been it's been a been a while. Oh, I'm sure he does. Um, but 
you know, yeah, like I'm always down to do things that are interesting, not mm -hmm. just for me, but also just the people who are listening, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and doing a variety of topics like that is fun. Like when we did those uh, crypto episodes, those crypto, cryptid episodes, yeah. I really enjoyed doing those. Those are super cool, a lot of fun. I kind of like bringing the real one, you bring one real one, and then I have a fake one, you have a fake one. I that's think that fun. that's yeah. that was always fun to do. I would not mind doing that every every other week, every yeah. third week, you know? So, um, and by the looks of it, if we had to cancel something, Double Take would probably be the one to go. So, and like, like I said, though, we have three weeks until the next yeah. Double Take. So that could be replaced by something else, well, or we could finish the series... And just to, kind of whatever works. You know, like, we're pretty flexible right now. What I, I do want to add is that, you know, I think I was talking with Jack a little bit before our podcast started, and, you know, I, he's by no way destroyed by this idea not working. He's not like, you know, bawling his eyes out. I just thought it would be the next big thing. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is the thing as well, is that, you know, we also wanted the new structure to give us an easier format to share things, you know, or to easier access to get in, right? And we felt that like having just random topics was not a good way for people to like get into our stuff. And so that's why Jack wanted to be like, hey, let's have let's do a video game analysis thing. Like, well, let's actually label this show as video game analysis. And that's what I did with mine. Hey, let's label us as literally books, right? So people can jump into that and be like, oh, okay, I know, I know what this is. And because we, we felt that with the variety topics, that it wasn't it wasn't a good way to attract people in because it it's like, oh man, people may care about the Dark Crystal, but do they care about what Jack and Charlie have to say about the Dark Crystal? No, maybe not. But if they know that, hey, this is a new video game analysis thing, double take, this is chapters, a, a book report podcast, maybe that's an easier sell, right? Maybe that's an easier way to get in. But like I said, it's all, it's all what you guys want. I'm really willing to do anything like I was telling Jack, like if I didn't have to play more Firecar Primal, I wouldn't. But at the same time, I will. I will play more. Far Cry Primal. I mean, I play more Call of Duty. Like, it's not, not a problem. And I, to be honest, I kind of enjoy looking at games like this. It's been fun. I really enjoy video game analysis. And I think the only reason why I stay away from it, Jack, is that <sighs> there's so much of it. And there's so many different podcasts, so many YouTube videos, so many that I feel like, how do we even stand out in yeah. that crowd? I mean, well, that's been like the issue we've you know, been coming to the entire time we've been doing the podcast. And and I, I know, I, I'm sure at a point you guys are tired of hearing this, but we are doing this because we enjoy it. And and so, like, we shouldn't, oh, well, if that's the reason, we shouldn't be bringing it up all the time. But, like, just, you know, just from a creator standpoint, it is, a, it's not even, like, intimidating. It's just, like, man, you know, how do we, how do we go about, I guess we want to go about this as in the most correct way possible. Um, without, you know, sacrificing, oh, you know, yeah, we're just going to basically sell out and try to go for the lowest hanging fruit, um, right. you know. Drama. And, huh? Drama. Drama. We'll become a drama. Channel. Dude, no, what we should do, yeah, just like little five-minute episodes of just drama every day. Just upload when you have the idea. Record into your phone and upload in the RSS feed. Did you guys, guys hear about this? I don't. I don't know anything. I really don't know, like, any yeah, but, news. You know, and to, to add on to that, you know, Jack and I, when we started this podcast a long time ago, it really was for us, right? 
And that's not to say that like we don't have any pleasure from doing this ourselves, but there is there is another big aspect of like the excitement of others. Like the excitement of others is a huge boon to us. The fact that we have like a loyal base of our friends that listens to these episodes, family that does is like a huge boon. It makes us want to keep doing it, right? And so yes, it's like, you know, if we if nobody listened to this, would we do it? I mean, probably not. We probably would have tried it for a while, but like if nobody listened to it at all, no, of course we wouldn't do it. I mean, that's just it's just not a good use of our time. And yeah. that that is at the core of it is, you know, what this is for me is that if I had just unlimited free time, man, I would be like researching things and I'd be, but the reality is, is that we don't, you know? And so it's, I think, especially when we speak to like this new structure that we have to where it's, you know, two little mini series and then, you know, whatever episode that really helped us use our time more effectively. Cause like Jack said, like having those three week breaks in between things actually was the most useful. But it's one of those situations where it's like, do we only release an episode every bi-weekly? Do we, you know? And so for all of that, all these thoughts that we have, pass it back to the listener. I mean, the people who are listening to this right now are the people who are very dedicated and very, you know, they care a lot about us. And so let us know what you want. Like, yeah, and it, do. it doesn't have to be like a paragraph. It doesn't have to be anything like, oh, so you spill that. Wow. So I mean, the video, the video podcast. I'm so drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we're not asking for like paragraphs, but just, hey, yeah, it's like, you know, I don't really like, you know, double take, I bounce off it. I'm not really interested in it. Um, I would be more interested in this kind of topic. Cool. Thanks. Or, like, or, or maybe Call of Duty turned you off, but you hear us talking about Far Cry Primal and you're like, oh, that does, that does sound cool. So maybe we see you do different games. I mean, so I mean, that, that's the whole thing is that, you know, each series I think needs some time to breathe, mm-hmm. but, you know, just looking at this, it's the numbers on Spotify, so it's just right. Spotify. But um, it's like, man, the first Chapters episode of Double Take. Owning. No, the first take, the first episode of Double Take got three listeners in ten days. Chapters comes out and it gets like fifteen <laughs> in like two days. And I'm like, I'm I get it. I get it. But I'm also like, man, like that sucks. The part two comes out, two views, like, you know. 10 days i'm just like golly dude so you know it could just be the game um it could be just be that it's not hitting the people that want to listen to it or like if if it's making people that are dedicated they don't want to listen to it that's a huge red flag for me it's like okay well shoot i don't want to make this if people aren't going to listen to it you know so i I really want to do content that not only i enjoy but that you guys are going to listen to as well yeah so and i think there is that fine balance it's not not like you know, I don't want to do what you guys want to hear. It's not like that at all. It's just I figured I'd try this route and Yeah, why not? Here we and are. like I said, like I said, like I some of my favorite episodes, if you look back at our entire catalog, have been video game episodes. I mean, Last of Us Part Two, I'm Final Fantasy Ten. I mean, so there's not to say that like we won't ever do video games again. I just think having a dedicated video game podcast became hard for people to buy into whereas you know i definitely when i came up with chapters really played to what i knew our like general audience kind of wanted you know the chronicles of narnia i mean my our grandma loves chronicles of narnia parents love chronicles of narnia 
Oh, they're going to tell everybody because it's about Chronicles of Narnia, which is like the easiest thing to get into true, at true, all. True, true. And so, you know, I that is why I chose that. And also, I wanted an excuse to make Jack read stuff. Like I, to be honest, like I was like, that'd be really fun That's to like fair. get Jack That's in fair. to do some like book analysis with me. That's something he's never done before. And like, and Jack had the same idea with me where he's like, hey, you want to try this? You want to try that? And so for all those out there, I mean, it could be that, hey, choose a different game. Like, oh man, if Double Take didn't work for you for Call of Duty or Far Cry Primal, why don't you suggest us a game? Double Take could be anything we want. It could be Jack well, and I trying a new game. And I both have like, a, suggestion, yeah. a suggestion from Jack Henry. <gasps> Zomboid. You know, it's weird. Were you thinking that? No, but I've been watching this guy play Project Zomboid and it's actually kind of made me appreciate more Who's the guy? ambiguous amphibian. Okay, I haven't heard of him. <laughs> I thought he I has this like he you know he reminds me of he reminds me of Uncle Matt a little bit because he like waxes poetic while he's like playing Project Zomboid. He's like, and as we gather our crops, we then set and now I eat the worms. But now I must work out, strengthen my body, preparing for the kills. <laughs> like <laughs> and it, it really made me I was like, okay, I think I didn't really quite have the right idea of what Project Zomboid was mm-hmm. when I first played it. But yeah, like Jack Henry suggested there, like, hey, Jack and I can both jump into that. We can both give our opinions. Say like, you know, oh, I really liked it. Charlie really loved it. Or Jack hated it. I mean, absolutely hated it. Because I often, especially when we've done Double Take, you know, recently, I'm like, man, I kind of want Jack to play like Hades. I kind of want to make him play, you know, like <laughs> some of these games that he doesn't normally play. Yeah. That I really like. And so it could be like, hey, if that sounds appealing to you, let us know. For sure. If not, hey, guess what? Next three weeks, there's going to be Double Take, Far Cry Primal Part 2, where we talk about... Yeah, if we don't hear from you guys, just more of the same. More of the same. More of the same. We're not changing. We're not the... (laughs) But Jack... uh, Dude, honestly, yeah, I just wanted to kind of give that little bit of time at the end there, just to kind of really... I, I overthink things a lot. Do we like over? Do we explain this too often? I feel like we've like talked like this too many times. We've definitely talked like this too many times. But I think, as in all creative things, you know, reflection is extremely important. But you can't reflect too much. You can't think about it too much because at some point it becomes, hey, just you got to do it. And so, hey, that's what we did with this. Is Jack as we did it, and we thought about it, and we're maybe we're having some questions, some doubts. And, you know, we may come to our own conclusions, but like I said, this show is not just about we're for us anymore. And so that's why we're asking you. And I think we wanted to explain all our reasons. We wanted to explain why we thought this would work, what worked about it, what didn't work. And so, no, I don't, I don't think it's too much at all because at the end of the day, like, we're asking our audience, the people who do listen to us, the people who pay us money every month, like, hey, what do you want? You know, how can we entertain you? Yeah. And if Double Take doesn't entertain, if Chapters doesn't entertain... You let us know, dude. I'll I'll hop right back and we'll just become a cryptid podcast. How about that? <laughs> cryptids, 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 cryptids. I would or say we can we just do, do books every single. Week. We can do books every single <laughs> every month. No, we have I would I would force Jack to do that. Every month we have a book club. Book club. A book club. We could just do the drama's way to go. Let's just start, let me pull up some drama right now. I'm not going to. Let me, let me see if I have anything on my YouTube page. All right, time for a quiz. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our mom loved the quiz episode. Thanks, mom. Yeah, thanks, mom. Love you. Appreciate that. Appreciate you. 
guys, the the guy I watched earlier talked about that archaeology stuff. Um, his name's Min Minuteman, uh, and he does like archaeology kind of stuff and you know debunking conspiracy theories and that kind of stuff. Really enjoy his stuff. He's pretty new to the game, but already popping off. So, last thing before we go, so they there's a, the James something telescope is like getting in these new pictures from like was it 13 billion light years away? Sometimes I'm, I'm like actually pumped to see these pictures. So, Laura and I, so they're having like a little pre-release today with like, they're releasing one picture today, right? Biden was going to be there. Uh, Harris was going to be there. Like this whole committee, they started half an hour late and then uh, Kamala talks for like 10 minutes. Biden then talks and is like, I just got back from, you know, I got in here a little bit late because then I was like, you'll probably just sleep in the car. Like, they couldn't, like, <laughs> like, come on, you know, like you're, like, you're like 100 years old. But then, like, <laughs> and then he's like, and then he, without further ado, like, here's, like, the picture. And it's, like, a picture. It's cool, but it's I was a like. Space picture. It's a space picture. <laughs> wow. and, everyone, and everyone's like, woo! And I was like, I don't, it's cool, but I was like, I want some, like, more analysis. And, yeah, like, this old dude on the committee was like, here's the galaxies. And in the galaxies, you can look past the galaxy. And I was like, "Wow!" I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, space for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this. And Laura and I were like, this is, we waited like an hour for this. This is yeah, garbage. I, I didn't so we're looking forward to NASA's tomorrow. I hope it's better. But I'm sure it will be. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you had a good time. Hope you had a good week when this comes out. Um, and you know what? They're beautiful. Bye. Bye.